Do you have a Quasimodo butt? Do you have a saggy butt on one side? Do you have glute imbalances? When you look in the mirror, do you feel like you're standing on a cruise ship because one side sags and the other doesn't? Do you feel like you're standing on a mountain? Or do people wonder which one of you is going to show up, the left or the right butt? You see, Quasimodo butts are pretty normal in our day and age because we sit a lot. And as we sit, we cross our legs. And then when we go into the gym, we train and we develop these imbalances. And those imbalances over time can be painful and not just painful to look at. So today, in episode two of our glute training series, we're going to talk about how do you fix your imbalance? How do you fix your Quasimodo butt? Now, if you haven't listened to our first episode in our three-part series of the glute series with the Queen of Glutes, Shelby Castleton, please take some time and go listen to that one. In that episode, we talk about how to build your juicy peach, how to get full glute development, why nutrition is important, and you will find out at this current time how much weight the queen of glutes is utilizing on her, her uh, glute program. And uh, guys and girls are going to be not only impressed, but maybe a little bit intimidated. But back once again for the second in the series is the queen of glutes herself, Shelby Castleton. Welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me back. So great to have you. And for our listeners, if you have not uh, seen that we have dropped a master class online for building the glutes, please go check it out. In this master class, we uh, have tapped into Shelby's amazing knowledge as the queen of glutes to teach you how to build the best glutes that you can. And so Shelby, today we're talking about fixing the Quasimodo or the saggy butt. What is the Quasimodo butt? So the Quasimodo butt is going to be an imbalance. Um, obviously we have our left butt cheek and our right butt cheek, our left glute and our right glutes. And, and hopefully not any others. <laughs> hopefully not any other, but it, it is really easy to have imbalances and and I'm just gonna put this out there it is totally normal so if you're looking in the mirror and being like is that one a little bit bigger it's okay 10% difference that's normal it's going to be normal because we're either left dominant or right dominant and those certain muscles are going to be a little bit stronger on one side imagine a soccer player a baseball player a golfer they're gonna have imbalances because a golfer's not going to sit there and swing 50 times on their dominant side and then be like, Oh, I better swing 50 times on the other side to balance it out. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not how it works. So it's okay to have a little bit of an imbalance. And if they look, I mean, we all have that with all of our muscles and body parts, like that's normal to have, it can look a little bit different on one side. I don't, so, I'm perfectly symmetrical. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Shelby. <laughs> well, you are just, you know, one in a million. So, thank you. um, but I don't want women to all of a sudden hear this and be like, oh my gosh, Arma is one bigger than the other because it's okay. If it is, it is a problem if it's causing you pain or if there is a, a really big, like you look at someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I can totally like you can see it. And there's ways to, if you're not sure, there are ways to do it. Like like I've had um, clients or people at the gym just be like, Hey, can you check to see if I have a glute imbalance? I feel like one side is working 
more when I do certain exercises, I feel one side firing, one glute isn't really firing. And that's normal too. Like for me, my right fires so much more than my left. Like I kind of have to really wake up my left glute Mm. and be like, okay, we're working. It's time. It's time to go. Like, let's do it. Um, and that's normal too. So there are certain little tips and tricks that you can do to make sure before you start your workout with your warm up to really get both sides firing that mind to muscle connection is big too. Um, but so, so talk about that in your warm up because we all have imbalances, right? Uh, men and women mm-hmm. and in just about every body part, there's going to be right. an imbalance. I mean, I look at like my left chest is bigger than my right. My right shoulder is bigger than my left, right? So there's these imbalances that we all have. And so I'm consciously aware of that as I'm working out. And there's an important range. I, I love how you said that it's probably like 10%. If you're about 10% variance in there, you're probably okay. But it is something to pay attention to. And one of the most important reasons why you need to fix the Quasimodo or the imbalance is that over time, if you don't, it's going to cause you pain. So I like to talk about it like a car. If you're driving a car down the road and you've got your tires that are imbalanced or you have your alignment that's slightly off, you can drive around town and you're probably going to be okay. You won't even notice the bounce or the pull from one side to the other. But as soon as you get on the freeway, you start to get a little bit of that. And when you go into the gym and you start to exercise, that's when you're getting on the freeway with these imbalanced muscles. So day-to-day life, you might be okay. You start to train. Well, that training just uh, causes the imbalance to go even higher and you might be exacerbating the problem. So let's go back to what you were talking about before with waking up one side versus the other side. So you said it was your right side that it, that fires better than your left side, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, on your left side, what do you do? Yeah. And it makes sense because, um, I'm left-handed and I kick with my left foot. So, so obviously my right side is going to be a little stronger because I'm kicking with that and I'm using that right glute to really brace myself. Mm. Um, and so a lot of times like soccer players, like that's a totally normal thing. Um, and so with my warm up, you know, I'll do banded, I'll, I'll do, I'll put the band on, I'll do some lateral walks. I'll do some hip thrusts, but I really, really try to focus on that mind to muscle on that one side. So I'm really thinking of that mind to muscle connection, even honestly, even poking that side, like that muscle and we'll kind of wake it up and, um, doing some unilateral work really helps as well. Just in my warm up. I don't want to go crazy because I don't want to tire myself out for, my workout, but before when I'm nice and fresh and um, I'm just warming up, I'll do some of that just um, to make sure both sides are going to fire. Yeah. I think a couple of great points there. Um, when you, when you tap on a muscle and you're palpating on it, that will help to bring awareness to that muscle. It's one of those mind body connection tools that you can utilize. In fact, I'll be working with clients all the time. And if I've got a client that like you know, to take it out of the glutes, we're talking about like upper body and they're doing Mm -hmm. a biceps curl, right? And one scapula doesn't stabilize the same as the other. And so their shoulder wants to roll forward. I'll just tap on their lower trap and say right here. And all of a sudden the lower trap turns on, scapula stabilizes, and now their curl doesn't look like a, you know, little sexy dance thing going on. So um, I think that's a, that's an important piece. 
Hey guys, it's Steve. I just wanted to take a quick break and introduce you to our Evolve Your Glutes Master Course. This is our brand new course that we have loaded on our website. You can find it at evolve-cast.com. What is this? Well, this is a master course that will take you through all of the steps, the programming, the exercises, everything you need in order to build your best glutes. We make it simple and we take all of the guesswork out of building your glutes. In the Evolve Your Glutes Master Course, you get customized videos that show you how to set up, do the exercise properly, and prevent against injury. You see, there are a million exercises out there. It's not the exercises that get you to the glutes you want. It's the right exercises in the right order at the right time over the course of 12 weeks. Click the link in the show notes and get your Evolve Your Glutes Master Course today. And now, back to the show. How do you, when you're focusing on that uh, unilateral warm-up, are you using any type of ratio? Are you going, you know, like a two to one on the side that's not awake versus the side that fires better? What does that look like for you? Yeah. So I usually will do two to one, but sometimes I'll notice even that doesn't quite seem like enough. So I will literally only do like single leg hip thrusts on that one side. Mm. Um, and this kind of gets into two, like once we're trying to fix the imbalance with exercises, but just for my warm up. Sometimes I'll just do a couple because my right side really doesn't have an issue with firing at all. Um, so I'll just do single leg um, banded bridges and just kind of make sure that side is waking up and ready to fire and go. And then I'll go into my first exercise. Okay. So it might be a two to one, but you're really just listening to your body uh, exactly. is what it Everyone's sounds like. a little different. So how do you assess when you come into the gym every day, uh, to work out? So let's say it's one of the three days that you're training your glutes, uh, throughout mm-hmm. the week. Um, what does that assessment look like for you? Um, as far as for warming up or as far as what I'm going to be working on or. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got one, one side that doesn't fire as much, how are you assessing how much to do? Is it, it you know, maybe it's a two to one day, maybe it's a three to one day, or maybe it's, I, I'm not going to work the one side yeah. versus the other. What does that assessment look like? Yeah. So it just kind of depends on how it's feeling, how I feel like when I'm doing my unilateral work, really, it depends if I can only bust out if I can bust out 20 reps of my right side and my left side, I can only bust out five to 10. Mm. Then I know that I need to do just like a single leg day. And the goal is, is to continually do that. It's not like you're going to do one single leg day and it's going to balance back out. It does take time. So I just make sure that I I just don't want to set expectations for people who are like, Oh, I do this one time and it's going to help the imbalance. Like it's growing a muscle and it's, you know, so it's going to take some time, but I really go off of, I'll do some unilateral work and, or when I'm doing it within my exercises or my workout, I'll just kind of determine like, wow, that was really easy on my right side. And I really struggled or my form. I'll really think of my form. If my form, when I'm doing a single leg on my left and my form is just crap, then I notice and I realize that like, oh, I really need to focus and continue doing like maybe just a left side day when I'm doing lower body. Okay. Um, how, 
if our listeners are sitting here and they're sitting in that imbalance, uh, they're listening to us and they're like, hey, I think I might have an imbalance. What would you recommend they do? Where do they start? I think, yeah. So really, as you're working out, really think about those muscles and try to determine a lot of times you can feel if you have one or not, like, uh, you can feel one side working. You can feel one side is a lot stronger. Like I was saying how all assess, um, you know, when you're doing that unilateral work, just really think of each side and it shouldn't be so much harder on one side than it is on the other side. We should be getting around the same amount of reps. So you can also, you can feel it too. Like if you're laying down, you can do like a, a donkey kick, like a donkey kick or abduction, and you can kind of feel just poke around and see like, okay, you can kind of feel that muscle if one side is imbalanced. Um, and then also, yeah, just really, it just comes down to what you see, what you feel, how strong each side is. Okay. Let's talk about uh, once they've uh, identified that they've got an imbalance and they just want to get started on fixing some of this imbalance. What are some exercises that you'd recommend for them? Yeah. So really, um, kickbacks are a great one. So what we don't want to do is we don't want to do like knee dominant movements because then we're really going to be working, um, also our quads and we don't want to create a quad imbalance. Mm. So we want to really do exercises that are just going to target the glutes. So cable kickbacks, single leg hip thrusts, even though those do work hamstrings and quads a little bit, um, it's not going to be like, say you're doing a squat or a Bulgarian split squat where you feel a lot of quads when you're doing that. Yeah. Um, sideline hip abductions. Those are all great movements. Um, but yeah, just stay away from those knee dominant, you know, lunges, squats, Bulgarian split squats, because they do work the quads a lot and we don't want to create imbalances when trying to fix imbalances. You mentioned that there's a, it's going to take some time when somebody comes in to see you and you're working on a glute imbalance, uh, how much time, what, what's, what's a, uh, an appropriate expectation? I would say a lot of times we'll do eight to 10 week programs. I'll do that with my clients. And so we'll take before pictures and generally within those 10 weeks, if we focus really hard on that one side and we make sure we're getting either the two to one, two to one takes a little bit longer. So the single leg days, throwing that in, like doing lower body two days a week, and then one day a week, just doing that one side. Um, most of the time within those 10 weeks, they will feel a difference and they can see a bit of a difference. And so really as far as what I'm more concerned about, obviously I want them to look, I want them to be happy and confident in what they're seeing, but really the strength and making sure we're not going to cause injury or anything like that with that imbalance is my biggest thing. And so for the most part, within those 10 weeks, they feel that strength coming back to that side and that's starting to even out. Yeah, really slow is fast and fast is slow, right? Mm -hmm. If you go slow, you, you make sure that you're loading appropriately over that uh, eight to 10 week timeline. Um, you're going to develop the muscle, you're going to develop the, and a lot of it really isn't just that I'm uh, building enough muscle, right? At the beginning, as you talk about the muscles firing, muscles work via contractions uh, coming, uh, these signals coming from the nervous system. And so what our listeners have to understand is that it's at the very beginning, we're just creating coordination. 
When you think about a baby walking, a baby, as they start to go from crawl to walk, is very stiff. There's not fluid movement. There's no coordinated patterns happening in those muscles. And then over time, that coordination happens as the nervous system knows how to fire and relax muscles in an appropriate way. You take a baby going from crawling to walking, and then you look at like a professional soccer player, big difference in the fluidity and the beauty of the movement. Development of any movement pattern goes in that same way. You're just training your nervous system to fire and contract appropriately, which also means that you're trying to get other muscles to calm down. Um, you know, the, the strongest people in the world in any sport or in any lifting situation are the people who have developed their nervous system to fire very quickly in one area while the other one shuts down. Like great, great bench pressers, uh, they know how to shut down certain muscles so that they can get that drive and, and press up. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that that time is, is extremely important. Any other tips or tricks for our listeners on how they can fix their imbalances? No, I think just really um, listen to your body. And if there is a slight imbalance or you feel like you just see one, like we said in the beginning, that's okay. That's normal. Um, just make sure and, and ask, find a trainer, ask someone, reach out to one of us, reach out to, if you have a trainer, talk to your trainer about it. It can be really daunting to try to figure out how am I going to fix this on my own yeah. and don't be embarrassed by it because it's totally normal. Um, even, you know, all trainers have them. Like I said, my right side is stronger than my left and it's something I'm continually working on. And, um, I just want to continue to get that left side stronger. Um, also coming back from an injury, you're going to have imbalances. That's a huge one. Um, I did, I did break, like I've in the past, I've broken bones or whatever. And obviously that those muscles, when they're cast in a cast or you're not able to use them, they're going to get weaker. They're going to, you know, that's, that's just as normal. That's a normal part of life. So after an injury, I think it's really important to, if you don't feel confident in doing it, reaching out to someone who can help you build those muscles back. Yeah. And that, that's such an important piece. You know, I mean, I, I've always said there's like, there's three things in life that people um, think that they should completely be complete experts on and they never ask for help. And it's money, sex, and exercise. And those are the three areas where most people just have no clue what they're doing. And right. if they got a little bit of uh, education and coaching, you're going to be a lot happier in life. So uh, lean in, get some questions answered and uh, understand that, I mean, there's so much complexity to the right movements. Right. And so there's, there's no shame to go out and, and get a coach to help you. And sometimes that can happen online where you could reach out to somebody online and uh, get send off a video. Here's how I exercise. Here's how I'm moving. So you don't have to be in the same right. town as the queen of glutes in order to get trained by the queen of glutes, because right. you can get some of that coaching and that training along the way. Um, Shelby, great tips. Uh, thanks for, for sharing those tips for our listeners on how to fix that Quasimodo. But again, listeners, if you have not listened to the first episode in our three-part series of Building the Juicy Peach, make sure you go listen to that. And we will see you in the next episode where we wrap up this entire three-part series of Building Your Glutes with the Queen of Glutes herself, Shelby Castleton. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Evolve Podcast. Follow us on your favorite podcast app 
And if you haven't done so, please give us a rating. As an independent podcast, it really helps us get more reach. This podcast is part of our mission to help millions of people evolve into the best versions of themselves. Please check out our coaching services at evolve-cast.com or pick up some of our Evolve merch. Until next time, keep evolving.